Gamerheads Podcast is part of the Little Fellow Media Podcast Network, sponsored by podcast host Budsprout, the easiest podcasting software for hosting, promoting, and tracking your podcast. If you love retro video games and want to watch eight or more gamers compete for video game glory, come join us for the RGB High Score Live Tournament. We play one Wednesday a month at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash retrogamebrews. Join us September 18th for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time. For more information and updates, follow us on Twitter at retrogamebrews. RGB High Score. Relive the past. And welcome to another episode of Gamerheads. My name is Roger, aka Rogue Leader76. And with me are my co-host Christian, aka Fulgan. And my co-host Blue. AKA Writer's View. And my co-host Mike. AKA Pezman Mike. <laughs> I changed it up a little bit, only because that's... <laughs> I know, and everybody's like, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. We at the last change. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> At the last second, I was considering using the vocal inflection that, that Christian is oh so good at. <laughs> <laughs> I just went from the bottom up on my list of how it appears on on, on our uh, recording software. So that's why I started with Christian this time. I uh, see. So we better be on our toes now is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome, listeners from Sutton Coldfield, England. Home of celebrities such as Cat Daly. Does anybody know who Cat Daly is? Mm-mm. No. So you think you can dance? She's the TV presenter from So You Think You Can Dance? <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of shows we watch at our house, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and James Andrew Eric and Oliver Martin John Phillips, who are better known as Fred and George Weasley. Wait. I know. They should have the same last name, right? I think they No, they it is. I think their last name is Phelps. And it's, oh, it is Phelps. Okay. Okay. Okay, so they both have say, two middle names. I guess so, yes. James Andrew Eric Phelps. Yes. And then Oliver Martin, Martin John, John Phelps. Phelps. Yes. Did I say Phelps? I meant to say Phelps. So, uh, yeah, they, they're... I guess I didn't realize this. Well, I didn't realize this until a couple of years ago, maybe. But they're, they're actually twins. They weren't just like... Uh, Camera Did you magic. really not know that? Well, I thought it was camera magic. You I thought it was like watching. a Patty Duke type thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the other funny thing, well, I should, uh, well, not funny, but interesting thing. Uh, so I think Tanya's family is actually from Sutton Coldfield as well. You see? And the re- well, the reason I say I think. <laughs> so she has, she has a family tree going back all the way to uh, w- William the Conqueror. And uh, and her family is uh, that that descent is the Warwick family, and there's lots of Earl of Warwicks from Sutton Coldfield, so I think that's where her family's from, <laughs> but I'm not 100 percent sure. It doesn't tell you where the family is in the family tree; it just shows you like the lineage. and And I will say <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's there's a lot of um, this person had affair with this person, and that's how they. <laughs> 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 I mean, the a lot lineage... of illegitimate branches. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Uh, she is related to somebody, the Dark Knight. That was their title, the Dark Knight. And I was like, whoa, or the Black Knight, I think maybe. But anyway, I was like, that's kind of a cool thing. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I think her family's from that area as well, because there's a lot of Earl of Warwick's from that area. And that's that's where she gets her last name, the lineage from the Warwick family. So anyway, that's kind of interesting. So welcome listeners for Sut- Sutton Coldfield and Welcome listeners from all over the world. We have a lot to talk about today. We have some video game news, some Pokemon news, and some other Nintendo news. Uh, And then we have uh, your listener feedback as well, games that we're currently playing. But before we get into all that, we do have an icebreaker. And this one actually stems from uh, something that happened to me yesterday. (laughs) And I wanted to talk about, I wanted to get your org organic reaction to this everybody but one one thing that that i was going to ask is what's one thing that you fear or grosses you out that has turned into a phobia of yours and i will start so that way you can kind of see where i'm going with this (laughs) so let me take you back (laughs) let me take you back about 20 years i'm sitting in this college classroom and i'm you know taking notes in my notebook and this guy behind me and this guy, this is another kid sitting next to me, and I don't remember their names, but this guy behind me sneezes, and when he sneezes, he just plops big globs of gook oh. all over my back of my head, all over the my notebook that I was taking notes in, all over my textbook, and same with the guy next to me. I, I'm going to throw up right now, actually. Just Why don't you this. turn around and, like, dude? Because <laughs> it was in the middle of the class, Blue. I mean, so. Like, <laughs> This you're professor- in college. It's not like you're in elementary school where you'd be scolded. You could turn around and say, dude, stop it, or I'm going to punch you in the throat. It was really gross. And the guy next to me got it worse. I mean, he got sprayed even worse. And he just like, Neither of both of you just sat there and took it? <laughs> well, we, I didn't know what to do. I mean, it was gross. It was absolutely disgusting. Oh, my goodness. All right, Roger. so jump. <laughs> Roger. So, so ever since then. Ever since then, I've had a phobia. Whenever people sneeze, like I cover like everything, like <laughs> I cover my, <laughs> I cover my drinks at work. Like if I have like a cup of water out, I like cover that. I like. <laughs> Whenever like at a movie theater, like I take my straw and I stick it back inside. Like I bend it over and stick the top of it back into the into the into the uh the lid because I don't want. Uh, like germs getting into my soda, but 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 it is justified because yesterday was customer appreciation day at the movie theater, hmm. and uh and and it's campus theater, so so Christian, you you get this reference, like it's kind of a crappy theater, right? <laughs> it's like the budget theater in town. Yeah, have you been to the campus theater ever, Christian? Yeah, several times. Uh, yeah, it's it's the it's the it's the budget theater. It's not mm-hmm. the nice nice theater that we have but it's so. the one where they play the actually good movies because nobody likes to watch the actual good movies oh well <laughs> i guess <laughs> so so we went to go see toy story 4 yesterday and it was free so it was cool we get to see take the whole family but when you when you go to a free event like this so i will say this on a side note when you go to a free event like this like people don't appreciate the fact that it's that you know i, I think there's some value of paying for things because when you go to a free event like this, people show up and they talk through the whole movie because they are just like they feel like they're entitled to because it's free. So who really cares, right? Yeah, free events usually tend to bring out some of the more interesting 
characters, especially if it means that they're getting free things. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> there are so many political implications. <laughs> I don't want to go down a bunny trail, but I just, if this is true across the board. <laughs> I just remember when I worked at when I worked at Blockbuster and we had a free event and we had pizza and these these people would show up, grab the pizza and run out the door like, yeah, well, it's free. Like they're basically they brought like their entire seven person family (laughs) and we never, ever saw them. Like you could tell who the regulars were and we never went there just like, oh, free pizza. All right, kids, we're eating lunch today, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Please. No, I mean, I got plenty of stories about free th- but anyway yeah so anyway so there's a couple old I, I didn't see them at first but there was a couple standing, sitting behind us and they were talking through the whole movie and the guy was like coughing like coughing sneezing through the whole movie and then the last scene like it was the end credits and he he never covered his mouth apparently and i felt plop 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 on the back of my head mm-hmm. and and i took a napkin and i'm wiping my head and i'm like pissed i am super mad and but I have my kids and my wife with me, right? So I'm not gonna make a scene here either. You are can you are too nice. Oh, I stood up and I gave that guy a dirty. You don't look. have to make a scene, but you can still turn around and say, "Excuse me, could you please keep your mucus to yourself?" I know I should have. And I, I but I was storming out, and and my wife is just laughing her head off at me. She's like, "You're overreacting." I'm like Tanya, there was, I felt popcorn hit the back of my head it was absolutely disgusting oh and i and she was like why well, have to stop at the store i'm like no we're going home i need to wash my hair we're going home right oh now. my goodness <laughs> oh it was so gross it was so gross i just that is like the, the my biggest fear is like people like sneezing on me and just clops of goobery gook all over me <laughs> But it's not so much of a fear. I know I'm going to harp on this. It's not so much of a fear that you'll say something. I don't know. I don't know. That's true. I don't know what's wrong with me. I need, to, I need to stand up for myself more, I think. Oh, I was. But I was pissed. I was really mad. Anyway, so that's where I'm going with this. So what's one thing that you fear or grosses you out that has in turned into a phobia of yours? Uh, Christian, can we start with you? What's what, what one thing that that you fear grosses you out that has turned into a phobia? Yeah, so I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but one of my very few phobias, things I'm very deathly afraid of, is kind of open water. I don't like water very much. Oh. I don't like swimming by myself. I can't really do mm. that. It scares me. And I think that stems from watching too much of The Adventures of Pinocchio, 1996, (laughs) as a kid. I think I've traced it back to that origin point because that movie is very scary. And my parents like raised me on that movie. I I remember it very fondly, despite being like three or four years old when I watched this movie so much. It was a live action Pinocchio movie. And it's like creepy. It's scary. There's kids turning into donkeys and it's like really dark and <laughs> dismal. Pinocchio is a terrifying story. It is. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, and they took that live action that adaptation had, and rolled with it. That had Jonathan Taylor Thomas, correct? That sounds right. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. I never saw it, but I think I remember seeing ads for it. Yeah, I would not want to see that again. But there's, I think the whale is what got me. I don't like the idea of this giant creature in this aquatic abyss 
coming up and just swallowing me whole. And there's some like images that can like get that for me that like can really get under my skin. Like there's one I saw where there's like this pirate ship and then this giant water beast underneath it that's about to swallow it up. I hate that so much, but there's one video game that has been able to conjure up those like scary feelings and that's Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, and yeah. it's one of my favorite games of all time. I've played it through oh, know, three times despite it, despite the fact that one of the Colossus, one of the Colossi, number seven, scares the crap out of me because you started out, you jump off this bridge into this giant pool of water. And uh-huh. I remember the first time I did that, I was like, oh, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. And this is on a PS2 on this little itty bitty screen <laughs> when I'm first playing it. And I don't understand why I can't do it. And then I just swim around, and then you see the eel kind of, like, squiggle its way out from the darkness below. And then I'm like, no, 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 this is hard. So I, like, got up and, like, backed up as far away from the TV as possible. And I was like, I got to do this. And then... It like what the eel does, it swims up to like over underneath you and then it opens its mouth and starts ascending. And no, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that at all. <laughs> I've played it through three times and I have not played through the remaster on PS4, despite the fact I really, really want to. And I love that game. But I know once I get to that seven Colossus, it's going to get to that part and it's going to look even better than it did before. And I'm not going to be able to handle it. Wow. You know, <laughs> That's a- it's. Go ahead, Blue. I was just going to say, that's a big, tall glass of nope for Christian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we found your kryptonite. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no, that's funny because, Christian, I have... <laughs> I also have the could same be fear. in VR. That's oh, true. no, oh, no, gosh. I don't want that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes. I have that same I have that same fear, Christian, actually. I, I can't... I can't... When I got to that Colossus 2, I, I, Colossi, I, I couldn't... I couldn't take that on. I, I freaked out. I had to hand it over to my brother-in-law. I'm like, no, you got you got to play this because I can't I can't do this. And I had the same. Like, have you played uh, Sea of Thieves at all, Christian? A little bit. Yep. Did that freak you out at all? No, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't too bad. Oh, Subnautica freaks- got close for me because there's this like mm. giant sea thing that you run across at one point in the story. Big things in the water. I don't I don't like that. Yeah. Well, that's the same one when I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and like there is that one where you had to dive underwater, and well, not just one. There's quite quite a few where you have to go underwater, and you have to you know find the sunken ships. And I'm like, oh god, no, no, I don't know what's down here, and I go and do that as fast as I can because that freaks me out so bad. <laughs> oh, good, good. That's a good one, Christian. Uh, Blue, what about you? What's one thing that you fear or grosses you out that's turned into a phobia? Okay. I, I had to, I don't know, this was tough because I don't, I have anything that I would really say as a phobia, like, you know, a true, deep, like, gut-wrenching fear. I don't think I have anything that's that, but no. one thing that is gross is uh, I have always hated milk. Oh. I, I don't, I don't like the taste of it under the best of circumstances. Wow. Um. And so when we were kids, we would have, you know, milk on our cereal and I would just eat the cereal and I would leave the milk. And my parents allowed me to do that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So one time my parents went out of town and my aunt stayed with us instead. So the first morning I have my cereal, I go to dump my milk and my aunt's like, what do you think you're doing? I was like, I'm, I'm throwing my milk away. And she's like, no, you're not. That's wasteful. You drink this, you drink your cereal milk like everybody else's. And I was like, oh, 
oh no you can't come in and change the house rules without warning okay this is a big deal because cereal milk is like over the top disgusting are you kidding me it's it's warm by then and it's got all this like slimy gunk in it from from the cereal and it's got chunks in it who likes chunky milk yeah and so that was having to drink that and then keep it down that was a crisis in my little life and i did from that moment on only like put like the barest amount of milk on my cereal for the rest of my life oh that's funny just enough to just kind of you know wet it a little bit and then eat it and not have any milk left over well when you were in school didn't they have like milk milk time or milk milk recess or something then like and then you had to like the only thing you could eat drink with your meal at least when i was in school was milk like those little cartons of milk did you did you not drink that did you not do that you don't think i'm clever enough to ask another kid who likes milk to drink mine for me so that when we're leaving and we have to check out with the lunch teacher i could say look empty i also convinced them that i was allergic to green beans oh they never asked for proof do you do you uh do you not like green beans uh not the ones that they served at the school you know the metallic tasting canned ones Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah yeah that's funny i don't like green beans that's why i asked i don't mind fresh green beans but yeah (laughs) elementary school cafeterias are not known for their quality of food yeah that's true Oh, nice. What about you, Mike? What's one thing that you fear or that grosses you out that's turned into a phobia of yours? Um, <clears throat> so I can't stand and I can't be near anybody that chews gum. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, there was an incident when I was young. It, it involved gum. It involved hair. It was just, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh so ever since then like if somebody's new, and then also like you know the the ignorant people who just leave it um yeah just like on the on the sidewalk or just like stick it under a table or something like that. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and it's just it's just to me it's the most disgusting thing in the world. <laughs> I was in a meeting at work the other day and I uh put my hands on the uh the um the chair I was sitting in and underneath the hand rest, I felt what? something give. And I'm like, I know exactly what this <laughs> is. And in the middle of this meeting, when people are talking, I got up, walked over to another chair and sat down like that's. See, like- Roger, he didn't make a scene. <laughs> he just removed himself from the situation. Oh, if we were talking about uh, people that talk in movie theaters, I'd have several stories oh. of me flipping out on people during a movie. What 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 if somebody sneezed on the back of your head during a movie? What would you have done then? I'd um, what would I do? Uh, I don't know. I well, I now that I don't know. Uh, See? I I'd probably say something. I'd be like, "Okay, do you mind?" Like, what the hell? I'd probably, t- or actually, no, no, no. You know what I would do? I would turn around and give him one of my popcorn napkins. Oh, I'd be like, "Here you go. This will help." But I would make sure it was the one that I wiped my mouth with. Yeah, yeah. Like, Here, how do you like it now? <laughs> I've got a cold sore. Now you do too. Uh, oh. No. Um. We're gonna lose all our listeners. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just, you could. <laughs> uh, 
Um, oh so anyways, so yeah, so like even like when my when my wife chooses, I won't even go anywhere near her. Oh. And she understands this, and she uses this to her advantage to entertain herself. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, but basically, like that's the one thing that I just I can't stand being around it. It's just to me, it's the most disgusting thing on the planet. Does that mean you don't chew? Yeah, so gum yourself, Mike? I, oh, of course not. No, okay. never. I stay away from it. Mm-hmm. That stuff's not good for you. Do you do you chew on like? <laughs> At least that's like... what I've convinced myself. <laughs> What about like lifesavers and stuff? I mean, do you? Oh yeah, you... that those are fine. Mints and all that stuff. Oh yeah, Altoids or uh, fine with that. So you're fine. With, it's yeah. not the crunching or not the chewing part. It's the, it's the fact that there was a something happened tragically in your in your past with hair and gum and that that. Well, yeah, that and then you know when I when I think about it, it's it's a malleable object that spent ten mm. to fifteen minutes in somebody's mouth that is now in in my path. Yeah. Or and then just jumps up unexpectedly. You know. You know at Disney properties they won't sell gum. Really? Oh good. Because oh. it's like Mike said, you people are so irresponsible when they dispose of it and so they're trying of course to keep up standards in the park. Mm. So I, Yeah, that's interesting. Mhm. And, and I think it's in Singapore or one country where it's like it's like a it's a huge crime to be chewing gum in public because apparently and i don't i don't know what country it was but i think uh i think it was singapore but anyway they they were chewing gum and somebody left a piece of gum on the seat and like the whoever whoever whatever they have president or whatever sat down in it and and uh was really pissed off so made it like it was legal to chew gum in public or something like that i i yeah, that's not video game related, so I don't really know the. Oh. Like, but I, it's just, I, I remember hearing this story and thinking, "Oh God, <laughs> like most Americans would be in big trouble in that country." Yeah. Then, uh, hang on just one second, honey. Oh. We're moving to Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> So, listeners, what's one thing that you fear or crosses you out that's turned into a phobia for you? Uh, you can let us know. You can send us a tweet at GamerHeadsPC. You can send us an email at info at GamerHeadsPodcast.com. You can uh, also go to our Facebook page, and it's Facebook.com slash GamerHeadsPodcast, or go to our website at GamerHeadsPodcast.com and leave us a message there. And I would like to know what would you all do if if somebody if – somebody <laughs> did that to you and did uh and just like sneezed on the back of your head during a movie what would you do so all right moving on then please. uh <laughs> <laughs> please before they all leave us yeah exactly all right so we got some news here so the so the first item here uh mike do you want to read the first one sure this comes from nintendo life and the new mobile game release pokemon masters had a pretty strong first week players spent 26 million dollars on Dina's new game, uh, compared to other Pokemon Mobile games releasing uh, during its first week, uh, Pokemon Masters has done pretty well. So it's re- Pokemon Quest raked in three million, Pokemon Go pulled in fifty-six million during its first week. So uh, pretty, uh, pretty uh, profitable week, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, good I, lord. That's yeah. so much money for a mobile game. <sighs> yeah, right. 
Mike, have you playing? Are you playing this Pokemon Masters game at all, or have you played no, it? No, I I don't even know what it's about. I don't. I'm assuming either. there's Pokemon Masters in it. You're battling against uh, gym leaders from previous games, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Something along that, those lines. It's weird because, uh, like, how many mobile games are there for Pokemon? I mean, like. You got this game, you got Pokemon Quest, you got Pokemon Go. I know there's like some other ones, some Magic Carp game. Like there's a lot of Pokemon games that are mobile games. Uh, I think they brought the trading card game to mobile too. Oh, did they really? Wow. So that's that's a lot of money. I think it's a tragedy. I think it's sad. Well, why? Because there's, you know, mobile games with gacha mechanics are raking in the cash. Mm, and we're yeah. talking orders of magnitude more than like your typical, you know, average Nintendo release that gets thrown out there, you're making hand over fist way more cash by putting random mechanics into things and, you know, the amount of development time, effort, and money spent for this mobile game was probably, like, significantly less than sitting there in, like, Platinum, for example, toiling away at Astral Chain. This is probably more money than Astral Chain will ever make. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Because why should Nintendo put all the time and effort into making a Mario Kart 9 when they can do a Mario Kart mobile? Yeah. And earn this kind of money. And I'm not going to say it's true across the board, but free to play and mobile games are generally um, not the same quality. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because I think. I mean, do the fact that it has the name Pokemon, right, in it. I think that also helps it. But it's weird because, I mean, I'm sure a lot of, like, developers are like, oh, look at all the money that could be made in mobile. <laughs> and they're not making this kind of money in mobile. But you're right. I mean, that's probably a big push that we have in mobile gaming right now is because of people see this and say, look at all the, look at all this money that you could be making. Let's Let's, like, change our strategy from making... Uh, a good console game <laughs> to something that was going to make us quick money fast. That's exactly what Konami did. That's what happened with Konami after Metal Gear Solid Five came out. Kojima spent so much time and energy and resources in this Fox engine, creating this engine that's like crazy well optimized across both console generations at the time, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. And it's like the engine runs games incredibly well. It looks fantastic. But it took a lot of time to make an engine that looks that good. And soon afterwards, Konami put out a mobile game that made a lot of money and costed them a lot less. And so now you don't see a lot of games out of Konami anymore. Yeah. That's too bad. So we'll see, I guess. We'll see how the, the, Mario, the Mario game comes out this month, right? The Mario Kart game? Doesn't it? I think so. If it's I not already it, yeah. out. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Well, well that's depressing. All right, moving. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like it's where I am. It's like cold and raining outside. And yeah, I'm here like, too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, the next item here, uh, Blue. Do you want to see the next one? Sure. This is from Eurogamer. Nintendo is ditching the monthly release schedule for NES and SNES games on Switch. After the launch of Super Nintendo games on the Switch, Nintendo announced that they will no longer have monthly release schedules. 
This gives Nintendo freedom to deliver classic titles to Nintendo Online subscribers as and when it likes, but also introduces plenty of uncertainty around the future of its retro libraries. And the news will undoubtedly disappoint those hoping for a regular influx of Super Nintendo games now that the long-awaited service has finally launched. Yeah. It's Why? too good to be true. I it's know. too good to be true. Yeah. When they announced the Super Nintendo games, it was like 20 games available tomorrow. And I was like, geez, this is insane. Like, this is crazy generous out of Nintendo. If they're going to keep adding Super Nintendo games at the rate they're adding NES games. But we can't have our cake and eat it, too. I guess not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. What is why are they doing this? What is the advantage for them? I don't know. Maybe they don't have enough to release. So if you look at it this way. They uh they had the NES games for a whole year and they released what three a month two probably two a month and then one updated version yeah so that's um I I would think that they're they don't have enough games right now on the horizon to put into a regular schedule so they're just like all right we're gonna uh just uh we'll just we'll just do it when we can so yeah you know what I find is interesting I find it so fascinating. Those of us who are very familiar with Nintendo are like know exactly what this really means. Like the you when I read articles about this, I, I read different articles and different and they're like, oh me and then it always ends. Could this mean we'll see games on a more frequent basis? And yeah. everyone, the, everyone in the chat is like, no, no. Oh, no, you sweet no, summer no. child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I mean look at the look at the the virtual console on the on the Wii. Like when they first started, right? Because the Wii was where they first started this whole idea of like a virtual console, right? Yep. And I was super excited. And then all of a sudden that started drying up. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And then they come out with the Super Nintendo service and the Nintendo, right, service. And I was like, yay. And then I saw this and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, y- yeah, I was actually I was very surprised though that after the direct, like I was kind of joking when I said, "Oh man, they're gonna announce the Super Nintendo games on the Switch." I'm like, "That's never gonna happen," and it and they did, and it was great, and it was cool. And then this news came out. I bet you though, I bet you when we when holiday season comes around, we see another like batch of games that comes out. Why? Cause that would, well, because that will convince people to go out buy a new Switch. Mm. So I mean, I mean, as a parent. Like, so I can buy a game console and then there'd be a library of games that, you know, I just pay $20 for the full year and there's a library of games for the kids to play. I don't have to buy another game on top of that. Yeah, you're sold. I'll, I'll do that. Hmm. Now, that's a good point. I'm curious now if if last year in the beginning of September, they released NES online. And this year, hmm. they at the same time, they released Super NES Online. Mm-hmm. What does this mean for 2020? You tell me, Mike. Um, <laughs> Game & Watch. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. As long as they can port games that people would still be interested in, they're not going to offer them as a free online service. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's I was a little surprised. What even the Super Nintendo one? Well, I guess that they stopped making the classic game, right? Or the classic NES, yeah, Super Nintendo, right? Yep. So maybe that's why they they were like, okay, yeah, we'll put this out there now. Um, I don't know because they are bringing Doom sixty four. Yeah, and you're gonna have to pay for it. 
Yeah. yeah. So it makes me wonder if they would really do N64 games as a service like this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I, I would be awesome if they did. Mm-hmm. You know what would be awesome if they did? I'll tell you what would be awesome. Nintendo contacted Konami, contacted Warner Brothers, and said, okay, let's get together. Let's make Turtles in Time work Ooh. so we can put it on, on our online platform so people can play oh. Turtles in Time online with each other. Mm-hmm. That would be a dream of mine. That would be awesome. It's not going to happen, but that'd be No, it's not. <laughs> no, not in a million years. <laughs> I'm here to bring us down. For shattering this young man's dreams. <laughs> uh, that was a Christian's dream. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh. For shattering this old man's dreams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Mike, uh, let's see. You took the first one, right, Mike? No. Yeah, you did. Uh, it's Christian's Christian turn. Christian's turn. <laughs> Christian, you Thank want you, to Blue. <laughs> you want to hear the next one, Christian? Yeah, Time Magazine. They listed the top 10 games they can't wait to play this fall. These are the top 10 games the folks at Time Magazine can't wait to play this fall. Borderlands 3, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. Destiny 2 with Shadow Keep. The Outer Worlds. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Luigi's Mansion 3. Death Stranding. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Star Wars Jedi, Fallen Order. And Doom Eternal. Which one of these excites you guys the most? And do you agree with this list? Are there any games missing? Mm. By the way, you did a very good job reading that, Christian. Yeah, I was about to say, if they still had movie phone, you would be perfect. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I had to read it in that like mainstream Time Magazine voice, the yeah. kind of thing you'd see on a yeah. YouTube ad or something. Yeah. Because when I think of Time Magazine, I think of you know video games. Yeah. Those folks over at Time Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so I know Mike, you brought this up like, oh my goodness, September is going to be super crazy with like the games. Right. So we talked a little bit, so uh, games. I know, uh, but is there anything on this list that you guys are most excited about? Lou, what's, what game are you most excited about on this list? Mm. Mm. I don't, uh, Luigi's Mansion three, probably. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it looks really cool because, you know, every floor has a different theme. So yeah. really, you could have almost a bunch of different games. Mm-hmm. Are you getting Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, do you think? No. I just bought the original. I haven't finished yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I Well, I have it pre-ordered, so I probably will get it. <laughs> probably. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's kind of more than probably if you got it pre-ordered. You, well, it sounds like you've made a decision. Well, no, I paid only five dollars for it, so I could. They told me I could switch that five dollars to something else if I decide otherwise. But I already paid for the link, the Link's Awakening Link Amiibo. Me too. Yeah. So I feel like I'm obligated to buy this game now. You know. are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, yeah. What about you, Mike? What what game are you most excited about on this list? Uh, there's actually about uh, there's about five of them on here that Ooh. that interest me. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's looking pretty good. Um, so Link's Awakening. Um, I'll go the opposite. I'll be anti-blue, and I'll say uh, Link's <laughs> Link's Awakening is interesting. Uh, is interesting to me that one I'm really excited for. Luigi's Mansion Three, of course. Um, <clears throat> Sword and Shield. I'm interested in Doom uh eternal i although i want to wait 
because I have the original Doom on the Switch, so I'm curious to see how it reviews mm. um, before I pick it up. But I'm interested, but I'm not going to buy it unless I'm like, oh, this is this has got amazing reviews. It's uh, Destiny 2 uh, Shadowkeep. Um, wow. I, I was big in... Well, Roger, as you know, you were big into Destiny as well. Yeah. And then when Destiny 2 came out, it was such a letdown that it was Wait. just it just completely spoiled or not spoiled, uh, ruined me uh, on on Destiny. I was just like, this is this is not fun anymore. That's well, so funny that you guys feel that way. Is my husband has probably put three hundred hours into mm-hmm. Destiny 2 with his clan, and we've already got Shadowkeep pre-ordered and ready oh. to go. They've all been grinding for their purple armor so they can keep it <laughs> when they go to the the relaunch. It's, that's exist. just really funny to me. Well, it's so, just it's so, just the might that there's micro microtransactions yeah, in it yeah. and plus now I got out of Destiny before they released um the most recent uh DLC that's that supposedly um like really uh, garnered a lot more interest in the game. And they, a lot of people said that made it better. Um, but I just haven't found it enough to get me back into it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that the shadow keep will at least garner that interest for me, but I'm not sure. See, I, I, <laughs> Mike, I don't know who you're talking about. Cause I did not like <laughs> destiny one. I thought you did. I thought you said you played no. it for a while. No, I didn't play Destiny 1. I played Destiny 2. I played Destiny 1 for like five minutes, and I was like, I don't get this. And then I played Destiny 2, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. And then, <laughs> well, the reason I played Destiny 2 is because some friends of mine at work were like, oh, we, we really played Destiny. We love Destiny 1. We're going to play Destiny 2. You should join us. I'm like, cool. And like, I, they played a couple times with me, and then <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I beat the main story mode thing, like I think, mm-hmm. and then I, 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 I mean, I still have it. I wish I wouldn't have bought it at full price. Um, but yep. yeah, I my mean, problem with these live service update things is that they kind of create a barrier to entry, and the longest yeah. you've been off the train, the harder it is to get back on. And as someone who's missed like the major destiny 2 expansion the last one and a couple of the little ones in between i know that if i get shadow keep and i get there and i'm like okay i'm gonna do this i'm gonna be slapped with all this new stuff despite the fact that i like played the game for like 80 hours on one of my characters there's gonna be all this stuff and i'm not gonna know what's happening it's gonna be overwhelming it's gonna stress me out that happened with me in forza horizon 4 this this weekend, I booted it back up for the first time in a few uh, weeks, and they added so much stuff, and then my map becomes this cluttered mess, and then I'm like, well, what what was I even doing? Which yeah. one of these icons do I even go to now? I don't understand. Yeah, well, I could see that. Cause last week, my husband and his friends were helping somebody who was brand new mm, to the game, ooh. and they were all like, okay, now you got to do this, 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 got to do this, and then like his to-do list... Mm-hmm. was so long <laughs> just so he could catch up with the rest of them and be able to play. Yeah. Well, I think that's why Classic WoW, when it came out recently, why that did so well. Because, you know, those are the people that, you know, dropped off a of while when all those expansions started coming out. But those people really loved WoW when it first came out, like me, for instance. 
And then they're like, hey, we're going to bring back classic WoW. Wow, I'm going to relive all that fun memories that I had. That'd be awesome. But I'm the same way with you, Christian. I mean, I, I, I can't jump back into these games and remember what I was doing at all. Um, but I think that's why those games do so well, though, is because, I mean, in theory, that's the kind of stuff I want, that it's a game that it constantly is refreshing itself and constantly bring out stuff so that way I don't have to buy new games, but I still go and buy new games. <laughs> I mean, ideally, that's what I want. I want a game that will just, you know, pull me in, and that would be the game that I just continue to go to, but that's not the case. I That doesn't happen with me. I don't know. But like Blue said, those people do exist. I had a college roommate who was way into Destiny 1 in like a scary way. And it was like one of his first video games. He His first game console was a PS4. And like he had like three PlayStation 4 accounts, all of which had like maxed out characters for each class. And he would just play it religiously every day. And it wouldn't matter. You would just, you know, boot up Destiny, play it. And you'd talk with him about it. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, all this stuff sucks. We don't like this about the game. Why didn't they put a story in it? Yeah, it's kind of dumb. But it's just the thing they can go to every day. And when the expansion was there, he he was there day and day, ready, excited. He was willing to shell out the cash no matter what it was Bungie would put out there. Hmm. Well, I suppose the same as says for Fortnite. I mean, people do the same thing with Fortnite, so. Uh, Christian, what <laughs> what good games are you excited about on this? Uh, I'm really excited for Borderlands 3 next week. I just uh, mm. bought a new graphics card for my computer so that I could be prepped and ready for Borderlands 3 so that it will run on my machine to the extent that I am pleased with. And I've got my little brother on dock. We played through Borderlands 2 two and a half times over the past handful of months. So I feel ready for Borderlands 3. Uh, Outer Worlds has my interest. I'd really like to see how that turns out as someone who really liked Fallout New Vegas. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I'll be there for that. I just finished playing through Luigi's Mansion 2. So my expectations are a little tempered for Luigi's Mansion 3, but I'm ready. And I am insanely excited for Death Stranding and Doom Eternal. Like, those cannot come soon enough, and I will absolutely be there for those day one, if at all possible. Hmm. Nice. Mike, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? Did you have other games that you were excited about? <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. Thank you very much. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. So I think for myself, um, I know, Christian, this is probably me... <laughs> You're gonna roll your eyes, but I'm kind of excited about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. You know that you're you're not on that uh, bandwagon, I guess, but I think that looks kind of good. Um, and then I, 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 yeah, I am gonna get Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. I am. I mean, it looks cute. It's cool, and I loved playing it the first time. And the remake looks cool, and you can make your own dungeons and share them with your friends as long as they have amiibos. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't own a single amiibo. <laughs> oh, you don't both oh. blue. Oh man, you're not like Mike and I. <laughs> Stoop. Okay, no. Hey, if you like amiibo, I'll rephrase myself. But no, no, it's stupid. You're why? Right. Why I mean... should I have to have all these toys sitting around to be able to play a game? <laughs> Did I? T- <laughs> Did I tell you uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, we got a, a uh, actually a couple months ago now, we had a new dishwasher installed in our house 
and the plumber came out to help install it and he he had to go downstairs he had to go through my office to go to the well the area where a well is mm-hmm. and he walked through my office and my office is a little cluttered and my wife said oh sorry for my husband's mess his office is a little cluttered and he and he said oh it looks like it's not just your husband's office He's, there's a lot of kids toys in here it looks like your kids play in here like, too. nope <laughs> nope nope this is my husband's office <laughs> Because I have all my Disney Infinity characters on shelves, and I have all my Amiibos on shelves, and I have my uh, the the Battle for Atlas, the, my spaceships up on shelves. I don't know. I have I have a lot of collectibles. So my brain is just broken when it comes to Amiibos. Because whenever I look at one, I'm like, okay, I like Snake a lot. I like all the Metal Gear Solid games to an extent. The Snake Amiibo would be perfect some way, some like emblem of my enjoyment of that series. And then I look at the $13 price tag and I'm like, well, I could get $13 off any game I want. So I'm probably going to save that $13 for a game. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 like DLC for games. <laughs> if you buy the game and then you spend $13 on top of that per pop, every Amiibo you buy, yeah, I don't think so. Mike, what? Why do you like amiibos? <laughs> I'm just gonna sit back. And... <laughs> if you like them and it's your money, go for it. But there are so many games on the Switch that you can buy for thirteen dollars or under. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, Mike, what, how many amiibos do you have? I'm just curious. Um, how many is all of them? Oh, no, I don't have. Uh, I get I get the Smash ones, so um, a lot. Yeah, I have like probably like fifteen, I think. So I don't have that many. No, it's not that many. Well, I mean, times thirteen. Okay, it's a lot of money, but still. <laughs> but then again, it's a, it's a collect thing, you know. Yeah, it's it's exactly. it's it's that part of the brain that releases endorphins when I get a new uh, thing to add to my collection. You know, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a Mike thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So, uh, any other news that you guys have? Mm-mm. Nope. All right. So then let's go on to our listener feedback. And listeners, you can provide feedback. Christian, how can they send us a tweet? At GamerHeadsPC on Twitter. And how can they reach us on Facebook? Facebook.com slash GamerHeadsPodcast. And what about email? That's info at GamerHeadsPodcast.com. And finally, what is our website? GamerHeadsPodcast.com. Nice. All right. So last week we asked the question, what's a video game that never became a franchise, but you wish it would have? And uh, Mike, do you want to take the first one here? Sure. Uh, This comes to us from at Austorn Cliff, and they tweeted, Black Gun, Brutal Legend, and Alan Wake. Mm. Those are all awesome choices. I loved Gun. Um, I actually this weekend I went and I picked up Alan Wake at GameStop. Um, I'm gonna. I want to. I haven't played it in so long, and I wanted to get back into it. Yeah. So yeah, these are all really good uh, suggestions. Yeah. You know, you can play Alan Wake on your new Xbox One too. You know that, right? Um, oh wait, you don't have an Xbox One. Do you have an Xbox One? I do. Oh, you do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can play Alan Wake on Xbox One. I think it's, it's backwards. Part compatible. of Games Pass. No, I think it's backwards compatible. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I think you were talking about your Xbox 360 and how you couldn't get it 
the updates before the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you can play it on your you can play it on your Xbox One. So awesome. Yeah. Uh Blue, do you want to take the next one? Sure. This comes from at the Media Obscura. And they tweeted, it's a franchise, but it's so ignored that I feel obligated to mention Knights mm-hmm. and Guardian Heroes, Gunstar Heroes, basically any good game Sega refuses to remaster or make a sequel <laughs> to. They'll just keep on making those Sonic games. Yep. Yep. Sonic. Knights. Knights. <laughs> Knights is a cool. I mean, I, I have fond memories of playing Knights. Uh, I played the one on the Wii and it wasn't very good. Mm. Well, I didn't think it was very good. I didn't get it. <laughs> Nights is hard to get. I played through it for it the is. first time a handful of months ago. Nights into Dreams, the original Dreamcast one. And it's yeah. bonkers. Like, I had no idea what was going on as someone who's played a decent amount of video games and feel like I could pick one up and play it. Nights was not one I could pick up and play. I had to sit down, get the manual out, and figure out what the heck is happening. It's so bonkers, and there's they use like crazy terms. Everything has this weird proper noun associated with it that makes no sense. It's a weird fever dream, but I think that's exactly what they were going for with it. Yeah. Well, I th- remember last week I mentioned how I had a, a friend that introduced me to a lot of really cool games uh, in college, and this was one of the games was Knights. Uh, so they were they were a Sega. F- I guess they were Sega fans because I didn't realize they had a lot of Sega games, but. Yeah, that was Knights. It's one of the games that they introduced me to as well. Uh, Christian, you want to take the next one? Sure. This is from Blaze Raptor five four four. They tweeted, "Bully." Mm. A lot of people wanting another bully game. Yep. There's I... even rumors that they're doing something with That's that. That's what I heard too. Mm. Do you think the controversy could be handled this time around? It was bad enough the first time. <laughs> yeah. Well, they love controversy. Yeah, they Rockstar feed on that stuff. Controversy. I know, but times are a little different right now. Yeah, I agree. I wonder yeah. why people are so obsessed with Bully. I mean, I understand it's good, but I feel like it it was out and about kind of around the time I was in middle school. And so for me, it was like the kind of Call of Duty game, or not Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto game that my friends could get away with playing because it was only T. And so it was okay. But mm. But they were allowed to play that? With the name Bully? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, like, I don't know. This game came out way after I was in school, so it didn't it didn't really uh, uh, affect if I could or couldn't play it. Like, my parents weren't telling me what I could and couldn't play anymore. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, it would be interesting to see if, if they do come up with a Bully 2, how that would be received in today's world. I don't know. Especially today's Rockstar making another bully game because I feel like Rockstar's kind of developed a lot since that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mike, do you want to take the next one? Sure. Uh, this comes from the at the worst hero ever, and they tweeted many of the games I thought about had at least two games, so my choice is Kingdoms of Alamar Reckoning. And then he keeps um, going. I'm alert. I messed that up. <laughs> no, that's okay. I don't know, I don't if know really... that game. Oh, it's, don't? It was oh, it was actually really popular. I mean, it, it it got some very good reviews. I think at one point it was a free game on Games with Gold. So I I have it. It's really good. There's a fascinating uh, story behind that game too, and its development because yes. it was like developed 
like i think it was at first going to be an mmo or something and then they're like let's just make a single player action rpg and like the development studio was given a loan subsidized by the rhode island government i want to say so that the license to amalur was owned by rhode island the state of rhode island at one point in time before they sold it off to thq nordic i think it was so that's just bonkers to me yeah and and do you know who was the president i think what was the game company that that made that game like Big Ten or something like that, or something like not Big Ten, but something, something the number ten. Kurt Schilling, Kurt Schilling was oh the, yeah was the president. So he he yeah, it's a really fascinating story. Like he pretty much knew the company was in the hole, but uh, kept promising the state of Rhode Island like this is gonna be great. You bring in this company, you know, help back us, and we'll we'll bring this game. It'll make lots of money. But he knew they were failing and. Uh, the studio like fell apart before the game was done, and none of the developers. I don't, from what I remember reading, they didn't knew they didn't even know that <laughs> there was problems. But they wanted to finish the game, so they finished the game as best as they could, and they put it out there. But it it has um, uh, Tom Todd McFarlane did the character creations, like the the artwork for the characters, um, which is fascinating. And then um, Circle of Time, right? Wasn't the game based on the Circle of Time series that Ari Salva? Tor, is that his name? Oh, really? Yeah, that's what the game is based off of. It's really good, Blue. It's really a good game. It's fantastic. You can get it really cheap uh, now. You can get it used cheap, or you can buy it brand new. I bought, I saw it at Walmart yesterday for twelve ninety nine. Uh, it's a really good game. So he 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 did go on to say, I like the visuals, fast paced combat system, and exploring the world of uh, of course a fantasy setting was no place for many ever seen before. But I still like the lore. So uh yeah it's 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 a fascinating game it's really good it's really you can do anything in that game too uh there's so much mike have you played this game no i have not okay uh christian have you played this game no i've been i think a remaster would make it kind of ripe for me which Mm. there are a lot of rumors that came up once thq nordic bought the uh rights in 2018 last year but we still haven't seen anything there might be some kind of uh like distribution stuff with ea because i think the game was published by ea yeah so they they might have to overcome some hurdles if that's going to happen yeah but we can still see a sequel potentially yeah it's it's probably one of of my favorite uh rpgs of all time actually it's it's that good yeah it's 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 the world is so sorry i don't want to go off too much on this but the world is so open in that game there's you can do anything in that game literally anything like oh my gosh there's there is one I'll just go on to one minute. Anything? Anything. 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 Can you visit a Taco Bell? If there was Taco Bell in the game, you could, but you can't do that. So, (laughs) but there is, there's one mission where you come to this town and there's this elf dying. It's like right in kind of in the beginning of the game and, and she's dying and the townspeople are freaking out because the elves and the humans don't get along very well. Uh, and if this elf dies in their, in their care, that they're afraid that a war will break out between the elves and humans. So they ask you to help them uh, cure her. And there's, there's, there's several different ways I think you can save her life, or you don't have to. I think that's an option too. But there's a potion, this like greater potion, that one of the, the apothecaries sells, and, and it's super expensive. It's, it, you can't afford it. Uh, but you can steal it, and that's what I did. <laughs> I thought it was for the greater good of the people, so I stole it when nobody was looking and gave it to Listen her. Listen to I... him justify his actions. 
it was for the greater good and i saved the townspeople and it was great but then i also joined this thieves guild and then i tried to pickpocket a guy and he turned around like this like ambassador and then he saw me <laughs> that he threw me in jail and i'm never allowed to come back to the, well i can't go back to the town it's just that the guards will hunt me down so i can't go back to that town it's so good that game is so good so this really is one of the greatest rpgs of all time roger it I really would be is. willing to drop like everything and play this game now because I own it. Uh-oh. Now you have to back up your words, Roger. Yeah. No, Christian, it really is. I'm not all kidding. Right. I, just, I will have to say this is probably one of my, this is probably at least, I can't think of an RPG that I'd say this is better than. I really like this game a lot. To be Christian. fair, there are many you have not played. True. That is also very true. <laughs> <laughs> so in my my realm of RPGs, Christian, mm-hmm. <laughs> in my world of RPGs, this is my favorite RPG of all time. Okay. Um. So, uh, and then we also got feedback from on iTunes. Uh, Blue, would you like to read this? Sure. This comes from Phil one two three four five three one, and they said, "OMG emoji." Love this crew so much. They have amazing input on so many great games, have great weekly questions, and even when they talk about games I never played, I think, wow, well, looks like I need to play that now. Tons of fun, great humans, and better content. Five stars. Oh, thank you. That's really... Thank you. That's really nice. That's amazing. That makes me feel better um, from talking about terrible mobile games making money. (laughs) (laughs) All better. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Phil. And, and listeners, if you'd like to give us feedback, uh, we would love to hear what you have to say. You can uh, go to our iTunes uh, link, and that's right in the show notes, and you can leave us a review there. Uh, leaving us reviews will help our show grow, not only uh, from us learning what you, what you like about the show and what, what we can change and what we can uh, work on and, and continue to do, but also it helps us grow uh, because then the more reviews we get, then other listeners will see uh, our show on iTunes. They'll help our show grow because they'll move our ranking in iTunes. I know it's silly, but that's how it works. Um, but leaving us reviews really does help us grow uh, the show. So thank you so much for leaving us feedback. All right, so let's move on to games that we're currently playing. And uh, Mike, we'll start with you. What games are you currently playing? So I have been diving into the uh, SNES catalog on mm. the uh, on the Switch, and the first game I, I took me about five minutes to say, okay, which one am I going to play first? I love I love Super Metroid, I love Link to the Past, Mario uh, to Yoshi's Island, but then I'm like, you know what? I haven't played this game since I was 12 years old, so I spent a couple hours in Pilot Wings. Ooh, Pilot Wings. Yeah, I love one of my favorite uh, games playing with friends uh, was that uh, that parachute game where you where you're dropped out of the plane and you have to land on the different targets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much fun. So I spent a lot of time playing with that. Um, I also played uh, Tetris 99 uh, because of the new updates that now in, includes daily challenges oh. as well as new themes that you can you earn tickets for those daily challenges and then use those tickets to purchase these themes. So I I've been playing that. Uh, also, I was very excited about Tetris 99 in introducing uh, the Tetris Invictus mode, which is for those of us who have won a match of Tetris 99, you are 
you are now granted access to this exclusive club of Tetris 99 winners. Mm. So I love that because that separates the uh, the hardcore from the casual. So I can go back into regular Tetris 99 and do well. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I, 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 I got really close. I came in third place a few times and second place two times this weekend. Just so close, but just didn't didn't quite get get another win yet. Uh, but I did unlock a Legend of Zelda theme. Ooh. So. Very excited about oh. that. And um, yesterday I had the day off. I had nothing to do. So I spent literally the entire day playing uh, World of Light on Smash. Oh, nice. And I was determined to beat that. I'm like, I'm, I want to do well. I want to use this because I never have. I can't remember the last. I think Spider-Man was the last game I fully completed. And can we talk is it too late to talk or too early to talk spoilers and i don't want to give away a lot like spoilers but uh i don't know can what, i say I, for what for what game for for world of light for world of light the, yeah. the, the adventure mode on smash so so is this is this new is this world of light new on smash no it's always been there no it's that's it's been oh, okay. there since launch yeah then 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 it's fine i'll i'll say this i won't give anything away but there's a point in the game and this was at like about 10 o'clock last night and i'm like Okay, awesome. I've got this. This is going to be great. Let's get ready. Let's get those credits rolling. And then the game's like, hold on, wait a second, wait a second. You're not done yet. And then I just sat there and just watched. It was like watching a Marvel movie. And Mm. then the after credits scene is an entire Marvel movie. Wow. And I'm just like, oh, It kind of does that one more time, too, Mike, I think. Oh, (laughs) God, no. Wow, I guess I haven't beat. Well, I guess I didn't realize that was the name of the World of Light. I haven't beaten that yet, but oh, that sounds. You gonna go fun. for one hundred percent, Mike? Gonna hit up all those notes? Uh, what else is out? <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta find something I can beat in, in like four or five hours, so I can at least feel like I accomplished. <laughs> maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll do Creature in the Well or something. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I mean. Some of us on this panel can beat it in four or five hours. <laughs> Some of us is taking a little bit longer. So, <laughs> yeah, but I had a lot of fun. You know, um, at least you know I got a lot accomplished. But you know, that's the thing is that I had fun. I actually sat up, or actually sat back uh, at like two o'clock, and I'm I'm like I look down. I'm still in my pajamas. I'm like, you know what? This is a good day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. That's that's a good. That is a good day. So cool. Uh, anything else? That was it. Nice. Uh, Blue, what have you been playing? So football season started this week, so oh. I didn't get as much gaming time as usual. Because when you think about it, the college games are nearly four hours mm. and the NFL games are three hours. Yeah. So every week, that's seven hours added to your schedule. So significantly less gaming time. I did play some Assassin's Creed Odyssey up to about 120 hours now. Wow! I I, I had to laugh at your uh, <laughs> at your Weekend Warrior article. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I had a name once. <laughs> I don't remember my life before Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's all a, like a dark blur of images and feelings. Um, yeah. So it's it's. A completely different game now for me mm. now that I have upgraded my spear a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because you have more adrenaline segments and they feel faster. So the like the special attacks are available to you just all the time. 
you can mm. unleash a special attack when you don't need to just because it's fun. <laughs> and when you do the special attacks, also your health uh, comes back. So it's oh. like, I'm basically invincible. Wow. I am like, I'm on this huge power trip right now, running around Athens. The world is mine and everybody shall bow to me. Wow. <laughs> My wanted level is like four right now because I can't be bothered. Like, why should I sneak around when I can just kill you so easily compared to what I was playing this whole time? Like, I went through the entire um, um, arena area. Mm -hmm. it, oh. it didn't even break a sweat like it was so easy even though you get the the final one like in the normal and then there's the extra ones that they put there for you to play yeah not even a harder. problem not a problem <laughs> for me and my new upgraded spear wow yeah and so yeah basically i'm just running around and uh shaping the world to my liking <laughs> and then so like i said my wanted level was four and i was walking out of this city and i see this uh mercenary is just sitting there on his horse and he's also got a bear and they don't even acknowledge me i was like <laughs> the heck hey hey you you know who i am i'm a big deal here and they're just like don't even look at me i was like okay that's it you gotta die <laughs> so I pull out my sword. I pull the guy off his horse. I'm like, quack, quack, quack. And he strikes me one time and I'm dead. And I was like, oh. what the heck? Uh -oh. That had to be a fluke. That had to be a glitch. Mm -hmm. Like I've had so many glitches playing this game. That had to be a glitch, right? <laughs> so I relaunch from the last save point and the guy is still there. So I go up and I'm like, okay, I'll be a little stealthier this time. And because I was being attacked by the bear too. And I was like, that oh. that must have been it. So um, I hop on a roof and I fill the bear full of arrows. And then um, I jump down to attack the guy. And of course, by now I've, because of all the arrows, I've attracted the attention of the townspeople. Mm. So they're attacking me too at the same time as the guy. And he hits me once and I die. Ooh. And I was like, what is going on? I'm level 55, okay? And I've got all these adrenaline segments and nobody does this to me. So I relaunched the game and now I'm like being very stealthy, right? So I go and I kill the bear quietly. And then I sneak up behind the guy and I do the stealth attack and pull him off his horse. And I'm like dodging or whatever. I lead him out of town so that the townspeople won't be involved. And I'm being very careful. And he still hits me one time and I die. And I was like, oh what gosh. on earth is going on? And so finally I pull open the mercenary um, menu and I see that this guy is level 78. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, that explains it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it turns out it's not my world alone. There's still oh. people out there to be challenged. <laughs> oh. That was pretty epic, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so did he knock you off your high horse? Oh, cool. That sounds... Oh, my gosh. That, that sounds so fun, though. I mean, just... Yeah, I love that game. 
Uh, Anything else you've been playing? That and, well, okay, so technically I did play another game, um, but it's really lame. So, (laughs) on my 2DS, I Uh actually downloaded, it was like $2, a Sudoku game from EA. Oh, okay. And it's kind of fun because I like puzzles and you can, you don't have to pay full attention to it. Like I could have the football games on in the background and then just put the sound down on the game and just play that casually. Yeah. Hmm. So have you ever played Pit Cross Blue? Nuh-uh. Oh yeah. Yo, no. Oh, you would like Pit Cross is great, especially mm-hmm. on uh, if you, with your two DS. Uh, Picross 3D is supposed to be really, really great. It's like Sudoku, except it's with like pixels. So it's like pixel Sudoku. So the number will say how many pixels in the row or column mm-hmm. they're supposed to be. And so it plays out largely identically to Sudoku. But after you're done, you get like a nice little pixel art thing to look at. Oh, and no, I, like will. A... I will download that because on the, the Sudoku game that I've been playing, like it goes from like easy, medium, hard, very hard to insanity or something Whoa. like that. And I went straight to insanity, and I'm already bored. So, wow. <laughs> I I'll try the the pick cross. There's there's a Zelda one too, actually. So that's really cool. Hmm. Yeah, and that's free. Oh. Or it used to be free. Oh. I think you had to. I think you had, you had to cash in your coins. My Nintendo reward rewards coins. Yeah, yeah. Don't think I have any coins. Uh, I think well. Yeah, how do you earn those? I think if you hook up your social network account to your Nintendo account, you earn coins automatically that way. It's I think it was the silver coins, right, Mike? It wasn't the gold coins. The gold, yeah, right. It was the silver coins that you earn through. Well, you used to be able to earn it through going to what was that uh, that Nintendo Facebook type thing on the 3ds? What was that thing called again? Uh, oh no, no, the Meverse. Meverse, yeah, you'd earn a lot of points from that, oh, but that's disabled now. It is, unfortunately. Um, so, so yeah, hopefully cool. they'll let me just buy it. Yeah, I think you like, can. Like, will you accept regular money and <laughs> yeah, imaginary silver coins? I think you can. I don't know. I guess I'll have to, I don't know. You'll have to let us know. I'm on the website right now. I think they took it off. Did they really? Oh. Well, that's too bad. Because that, really, that was a really fun game. Oh, too bad. Uh, anything else? That's it. Nope. It's there. Oh, it okay, is there. Okay, okay. It's a whopping thousand silver coins. Though. Yeah, it's a thousand silver coins. <laughs> Will they take buy... regular money? <laughs> Just regular, boring, common money? <laughs> I don't think so. No, I, th- I don't think, think so. I think you have to earn it with a thousand coins. But if you if you if you <laughs> if you hook up your Twitter account to uh to your Nintendo to. account, I know, but then you earn like I don't know, like ten coins a day or something like that, or a week or something. So in a hundred sure. days I, or a hundred weeks, I can buy it. I'm not sure. I don't think that's it. a fully fledged like Picross game either. I think it's a little small as oh, is it? Picross. Okay, I'll, I'll get card. regular Picross game. Okay, all right, all right. So, uh, but speaking of football games, though, I just wanted to say that was a good uh, football game, the opening season game. I mean, it wasn't a good game, but no, uh, it wasn't a good game. It was, <laughs> I would fell asleep during it. The outcome was good, though. <laughs> right, Blue? He's talking, yeah, I will take it, you know, scoreboard, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But he's talking about the Packers-Bears game for anybody who yeah. doesn't know. <laughs> and somebody on this panel is a Bears fan. I don't know who that would yeah. be. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I'm willing to admit if they, they, they played awful, and they did play awful. They did a yeah. terrible job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the Packers didn't play that much better, so 
Nope. It was terrible all around. And so yeah. that's that was my uh, commentary on the game was like, you know what? Now Packers and Bears fans are not divided. We are united in the dream that our teams will get better from now because it can't <laughs> yeah. get worse. Yeah, it really can't. Yep. Uh, so, Christian, what have you been playing? Video games, video games, video games. Since we last talked, I played through Remedies Control. There is a review available. Yeah, it's on our website. <laughs> yeah, GamerHeadsPodcast.com. And it's also, it should be in your podcast feed too if you haven't seen it. Perfect. Beautiful. Give that a listen because it is one of my favorite games this year. It is very, very good. I am very pleasantly surprised to see Remedy deliver a third-person shooter that's, you know, satisfying, fantastic, a mix of both new and old in a very satisfying way. Remedy really knocked this one out of the park people you know it's funny because during our during our uh review of the game uh you said how like it's different than alan wake because alan wake reminds me of like of a david lynch movie where this one is like different mm -hmm. right you said that right and and then, I, and then i read a review yesterday of remedy somebody else's review and they're like this is like a david lynch movie <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's interesting. But the other things that you said about the game too is just that they got the sound right. It just feels like good when when you when you like destroy the bad guys or you know, just it just you just it sounds so good. And 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 I said this to you at work on Friday. I was listening to Game Informer podcast and and Leo Vader said the same exact thing that you did. It just the sound they got the sound right. Mm-hmm. They did in more ways than one. It just like sets this very like brooding, seeping, depressing tone with all of these like floating husks of bodies above you whispering these like chants all the time. Ooh. And then it just like becomes normal where you're just walking through the halls of this bureau and you see floating bodies and you just, you know, they're going to whisper. Yeah. That's how it goes in control. Yeah. yeah. Available now on PC, Xbox One and PS4. Hmm. And did they fix the, did they set out a patch yet for the console ones or no? Nope, don't think so. They're still working on that. But I can tell you one thing. With a new graphics card, that sucker looks mwah. With those oh. RTX on effects, those reflections, it's, oh, so good. This is like, this is, I think, like the best ideal use of RTX and ray tracing is to kind of get reflections in a place where they're actually real and they're not like all faked as they are in video games these days. And it looks great, like looking through glass, you can kind of see a reflection in the glass as well as seeing through it, which is like crazy because that border is on like photorealism in a way that video games have not been able to do up until this point. And it just looks phenomenal. So so before you got the graphics card, could you not you didn't have that setting on that you could see that or what? No, I did not. No, I had to crank Ooh. things down pretty low to get a steady sixty frames. That game is not, you know, easy to run, to say the least. Mm. Mm. Cool. Uh yeah, so check out our check out a review on our website, gamerheadspodcast.com. What else have you been playing? I also played through Astral Chain, finished Astral Chain. I'm sure we'll talk about that some more on yeah. a Gamerheads review at some point. Yeah. So <laughs> how long did it take you to beat that game? Uh like twenty three hours, I think it was. Okay. okay. It was a long and, time. And did you like it? Did you did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah uh it's 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 pokemon-ish right <laughs> sort of i mean it's not like a turn-based jrpg but you got no. this robot that you 
It was Robot Companion. Yep. Right. Is the thing I love the thing I love doing with that. <laughs> I love going to the to the HQ and then cleaning off my my uh my legion of all the all the crud that's all over it and then changing colors and I'm like, "Oh, look at that." <laughs> I'm gonna set the colors to this. It'll match my suit. Like, oh, now we're matching. How cute! Roger's <laughs> playing fashion astro chain. I am. <laughs> they should come up with a special version of that game just for me. <laughs> can you feed them berries? Uh, you no. can not feed them berries, but you can feed them, right, Christian? You like Don't pump you can... XP into them or something? Yeah, and it's like yeah, going but... through the chain, oh. and then they're like writhing, like it's hurting them to be pumped with all this experience. It's a little weird. Yeah, but don't you feed them something? Like, don't you have, like, pieces of The blood of, of your stuff? enemies? Yeah, don't you have them Oh, them? yeah, they, like, crush the thing, and then they, like, take in its powers, which is yeah, straight yeah. out of Metal Gear oh, Rising yeah. Revengeance, yeah. which I love. Like, that exact animation is almost copied wholesale, where in R- Rising Revengeance, after you almost killed a guy, you could, like, rip its, like, spinal cord out, <laughs> yeah. and then you'd crush it in your hands, and that would give you more health, and then it creates this, like, loop, where as long as you can, like narrow their health down enough you can crush them open get that health boost back up and go straight back into the action and astral chain has like the same thing like down to the animation it's great yeah that's pretty cool uh cool uh anything else i also played through creature in the well since we last because with the new graphics card i got a game pass for a buck for the month to kind of put it through its paces a little bit and i tried gears ultimate uh gears of war what is it ultimate edition the yeah. first game remastered and boy that pc port is crap oh. it is awful <laughs> it's not good it doesn't even run at like 60 frames it runs at like 40 on my graphics wait, wait, which, card that's like which one is this one the remaster of the first game oh the remaster of the first game okay yes it's trash and my understanding is that gears four and five run phenomenal on pc but I wanted to get in on the ground floor, see what the first one was all about. But because of poor optimization, that game is basically, you know, just useless on PC. And that's really unfortunate. And based on my, like, you know, uh, trove through the Internet, uh, there was like a Windows update at some point that kind of broke performance. And they were just like, eh, no one's going to play this game anyway. Who cares? I care. <laughs> Why don't you care about your own franchises, Microsoft? What's the deal? Yeah. Yeah, But yeah, I played through Creature in the Well instead, a game that doesn't leverage the complete power of my new graphics card, but that's okay. And I'm sure you might hear more about Creature in the Well on a future Gamer Heads podcast review. Yeah, yeah, because we got a review code for that game, and I've been playing through that game. So we will talk about that game. But what do you think of that game so far? Do you like it? It's really neat. It's very unique in a way that I like a lot. You don't see a lot of uniqueness in video games these days, and Creature in the Well is, you know, if not anything else, very unique. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anything else? I just finished, which I mentioned before, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. I'm officially caught up, ready for Luigi's Mansion 3. Go nuts, Blue. How many games have you finished (laughs) this week alone? Five. Jeez. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm here to get stuff done cuz I mean we're yeah. coming up on October November and that's when <laughs> stuff gets crazy. That is true. Uh that is impressive. Christian, I have to say I'm I'm so I you never cease to amaze me on how amazing you are at games cuz seriously, if I ever start uh, an esports league, uh I'm picking you on my team, man, because because you are an amazing gamer. It should be like an esports decathlon 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. That's true. That where you have be to prove your prowess at a large range of games and not just be a specialist. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I, 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 do you? So, Christian, are there any genres that I can throw at you that you'd be like, oh, I don't think I can do this. Like, this is hard. Like, yeah, I can't do I can't do that. Definitely. Fighting games. I've never been able to, like, kind of break the barrier on any fighting game or 4X or real-time strategy. I enjoy 4X and real-time strategy a lot. I just can't. My brain can't sit there and get into those. Maybe when I'm, like, 50, I feel like that's probably <laughs> when I'm going to hit my 4X real-time <laughs> strategy phase because that's when my reflexes aren't going to be able to keep up with all these action pack oh, games that are coming see. out so that might be my 4x phase in you know 20 oh. years so wait 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 like <laughs> if you think about like starcraft that yes. is where yeah reflexes are are necessary You're, yeah this is You're... not an old man's game oh no i was You're just gonna, gonna say maybe i should do starcraft I was going to say, I was going to, should I go play StarCraft? But it sounds like I shouldn't be playing that. Well, I mean, you can play it by yourself, but if you want to play online, yeah. good luck. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, no, I mean, because like, <laughs> I don't know why you said fighting games, because I can't beat you at Smash. Uh, Smash is Smash. Does Smash count as a fighting game? Yeah, maybe not. You beat me at Street Fighter when we played that on your Street Fighter collection. That's Street Fighter 2. That's true. That I beat you once, I think. You have my number, Roger. Uh, yeah. So, any, anything else, Christian? Uh, just Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon. Okay, nice. Uh, for myself, I also have been playing Creature in the Well, and as I was reviewing it, and that game is really good. I love that game. Like, it's you take pinball and action RPGs and you mix them together. How could you go wrong with that? That's a good combination. I don't understand it at all. Well, you say oh, the way pinball, you're describing Roger. it right now, I yeah. got nothing. <laughs> it's yeah. pinball. No, it it's, is yeah. pinball. it's so hard to describe. I, when you say pinball, describe. I think Yoku's Island Express, which is literally okay, pinball okay, flippers, okay. and you're flipping this pinball up into like bumpers and things. That is not at all what you're doing. I noticed it's it was not. more like Arkanoid or Brick Breaker than it oh, was that's pinball. A good point. So, so your character, you're going through like a dungeon, and there'll be. Your character has two different weapons. It has one to hit a ball and one to uh, energize it. Is that right, Christian? Sure. Is that... Yeah, that's and, a good way to put it. And so you have to use these weapons. They'll walk into a room and there'll be a ball sitting there and you have to hit the ball and there'll be different puzzles. There'll be different bumpers, like uh, pinball bumpers. And in some of them, you'll, you'll well, in all of them, you'll have to like clear all of them. You'll have to, they, they all have like a health bar. And the more the ball bounces on those things, the more the health bar fills up and then they disappear or they go, they go away. Um, and some of those puzzles are really difficult because you'll hit the ball and they'll be charged with like a red charge. So when the ball comes back at you, it'll, it can do damage. So it'll come back at you and, and do damage against you unless you catch the ball and then throw it back at, at the, at the bumper. Um, then there's also boss battles. So there's the creature in the well. Uh, the premise of the game is that you are an engineer coming back to turn on this engine that's been down for centuries, and the people of the town want to come back because they live in a desert, in a sandy desert area, and the creature in the well kind of runs this machine in the mountain now. Uh, he, is, he makes sure that it doesn't get turned back on because he is the, he calls himself the savior of the people in the town. Uh, so at the end of each level, there's like, how many levels are there? Eight, I think, or so, right, Christian? Yeah, that sounds right. Eight, ten, twelve, somewhere around there. 
So you're turning on the different parts of the machine at each level, and then you fight against the creature in the well, and he does different... And each one is a little bit different. There's like three different... Uh, three to four different battles you have to fight against him. It's it's interesting. And the battles, when I say that, it's like you have to like knock out all the, the bumpers in that whole area while he throws like bombs at you, or these... These heat sinking missiles, I guess, at you, and you can use the ball to dock those out. But then you also use the balls to try to hit all the bumpers around you. It's I don't know. It's kind of a complicated game to explain. <laughs> Did I do a good enough job there, Christian? Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense, Blue? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of those ones you have to see to understand. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree with that. Yeah, Roger streamed it yesterday, and it was. I'm like, oh, that's how the game plays. Okay. <laughs> okay it's top down. If it's a puzzle game that you guys are both loving, then I'm interested. But yeah, I don't know what to expect now. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I call it a puzzle game. Would you agree with that, Christian? Yeah, it's like an action puzzle game. Yeah. Uh, the, so and then and then there's different like so if you there's different each room has well not each room but a lot of the rooms has a different puzzle and some of them if you can beat the more difficult ones there'll be a secret door that opens and then you can get different weapons from that uh sometimes you get different cores that can upload your up level your or level up your character uh, yeah we'll talk more about that in a review but i'm i all day yesterday that's all i played was i did not beat it but I, that's all i did play yesterday was creature in the well because i am absolutely loving that game uh, I actually, I shouldn't say that. That's not the only thing I played yesterday. Yesterday, I also been playing along with my wife. We've been playing through, uh, telling lies some more, hmm. and uh, boy, that game. We created a spreadsheet <laughs> of this game. That's serious now. We, it is. She serious. went full Stardew Valley on it. Oh yes, oh yes. So we have a spreadsheet. She has a uh, one sheet is for all the videos that we've seen so far and the dates and the times. So I mentioned this before, but what you have to do is, you know, match up. You'll find a video with a search, the keyword search, and it'll be one character. And then you try to find the the matching video of, of who they're talking to. And a lot of times you can find that through the clues of the conversation. So, like, they might, the last one we watched was about Halloween, and he talks about a costume. And he's talking to somebody, and he says something about their costume, and then you can you say, "Oh, uh, they must talk. They must have said this." And you search for it, and you can find it. You can find the other side of that conversation. Um, but so that's one sheet is just the matching videos, and then dates, times, the video tag number, uh, and then we set it up based on uh, uh, East Coast time. Uh, but then we put in there that there's, there's the other video might be West Coast time. So then we say this is for the time difference just to, so we can match up the videos. So we can filter by time and date and everything. We just put it under one time zone. It's crazy. And then there's another uh, another spreadsheet that she has a list of all the terms that are searchable. And we type in a certain term. You can find different video. What What's the next video? What date and time that this next video comes up with the search term? It's pretty insane. Like we, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, it's exhausting. It is a lot of work, but it's really fun. Like I, I mean, it's, I don't know. We just kind of talk through theories of like what's going on, like what's happening. It's, it's, it's really fun. Like I don't know. I we're really enjoying that game a lot. It's fun so. that you can you can play it together though and enjoy. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, you know, and it's not it's not a game. 
it's not a game where you have to have like skill like you have to be really good at like jumps or you know like platforms or you have to like level up a character to get them past a certain area or her certain area this is a game where it's just about figuring out a puzzle that's really what it is and figuring out a mystery um and what's happening and just talking through that and it's that's what I love about the game. And then after this, I'm going to get her to play her her story with me as well. Because I think that's another game that she'll absolutely love. So it's been a lot of fun playing that. I did dive a little bit into the Super Nintendo games as well. I did play a little bit of the Brawl Brothers. I've never played that game before, and I enjoyed it. Uh, it's different. Uh, I guess it's not that different. It's just a side scroll beat 'em up But it's, it's fun. It's a good game. Uh, that's what, what I've been playing. Uh, then let's go on to how people can get a hold of us, and we'll start with you, Christian. How can people get a hold of you? You can find me on Twitter at Christian Cubs. Otherwise, you can read my reviews at NewGameNetwork.com or listen to them at GameRedsPodcast.com. Nice. And Blue, how can people get a hold of you? You can almost always find me on Twitter. My handle is at WritersView, and it's spelled with a Y, so W-R-Y. And then I also have a website, which is WritersView.com. Nice. And Mike, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TC Throwers. You could also check out the Controller Throwers podcast on iTunes and Google Play and watch me stream on twitch.tv slash TC Throwers. Nice. And listeners, as I mentioned, you can always uh, follow us on Twitter and that's at GamerHeadsPC. Uh, you can also find our streams of the games like Creature in the Well. Uh, we do actually have a study schedule now, so you can check out our schedule there. And our Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash GamerHeadsPodcast. Uh, we'll be streaming new games that we get uh, when we can. Uh, and other games, RPG games. We have Thursday night RPGs, uh, Saturday nights, Sunday mornings, Saturday mornings, Mondays. Uh, Monday nights are Mario nights. So those are the those are the times that we stream. So check that out. Uh, that's at twitch.tv slash GamerHeadsPodcast. And follow us there as well. All right. Uh, Christian, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thanks for having me. And Blue, thank you so much for joining us this week. You're welcome. And Mike, thank you so much for joining us this week. Always a pleasure. And listeners, thank you again for listening to us and showing support. Uh, we do really appreciate everything that uh, you do for the show and, and giving us feedback. We, we absolutely appreciate that. So thank you so much. Until next week, keep playing games and we'll talk to you then. See ya. Bye. Adios. So long. <laughs>